Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yo, what up, man? And welcome to I Hate the Homies podcast. One more again, episode 36. I would be rock teasy for sheezy. Man, it's your boy Griffin. As you can see, I am driving to Atlanta. My family and I are moving to the A, and I hate the homies. It's your boy Super Dave, but guess what? We don't damn we don't care, care about them numbers that you always give each week, and I'm glad you didn't have them this week. Thank yeah, who, God. Who, who's number 36, bro? No, don't do that. Don't do that. So wait a minute. Let's let's address the elephant in the room. Um, Even the dog in the background don't want to hear his number. You 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 literally moving moving for real. Like what's all that in the back of your your, your ride, dog? Besides well, the dog, is I got my two dogs, my what my three dogs. I got my wife. That's my dog. Uh, all right. I got my I got my two dogs and my wife, and we we filled the the truck up a little bit, but you can see the is the U-Haul. We got a U-Haul attached, but really our house stuff is in two of them big pod things, um, and that'll come to the house later. So now he's, uh, he's so lying, Rock. He's yeah. lying to you. The bottom line was when we made that TCU Michigan bet, we left something <laughs> off the table. We didn't tell everybody all the business. Yeah, it was twenty dollars. And if TCU wins, you get your ass out of Dallas. Hey, Super Dane and Rand Griff out of Dallas, man. Get your ass out of here. Get out of here. Oh, man. And it's funny. I, and that's your wife's dog because, you know, big Griff with a poodle. I don't know, dog. <laughs> hey, when you look at when you look at Griff, when you look First at Griff, all, you think you think he probably got a rock wallow or a pit bull or something. He running around town with a damn poodle. It's so I got cute. It. It's so cute. I got a standard poodle that'll be 13 months on the 29th and weigh 50 pounds. And I got a Jack Russell Terrier that'll be 14 in March. But here go the funny part. I'm about to put the poodle in German Shepherd Police School because she that big. And oh, for poodle. real, she could knock me down. She's going to hey. be the first poodle to go to German Shepherd School. Watch. I ain't mad at you, dog. Again, hey, I, love, right. I used to have a Jack Russell, dog. I love them Jack Russell Terriers. Oh, yeah. They, they fun dogs. Rock, fun. you said it. Just say what it is. It's a poodle. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's a yeah, poodle. poodle. He can change all that stuff he wants to. He got a poodle behind him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Let's get into it, man. We're going we go, we to recap NFL Divisional Round playoffs, man. We got Shannon Sharp with the situation he got into with John Morant's dad couple of players uh in his apology and coach ed reed out at bethune cookman university he just got in and he's already about to be out if i'm not mistaken so um let's get into it man you know we may we may we may touch on the erica badu and her daughter puma uh comparing their little old, uh rear ends or whatever so uh that's a, lot of in, that's a lot of meat to put in the pot boy i can tell you that now we may have to start we may have to start off with that one right <laughs> <laughs> but we'll we'll see if we can get to it, man. On that note, Ray Duggar, let's go. You done messed up, A.A. Ron. Yeah, huh? I've been geeking for this broadcast. Got me in my bag, cause all they do is talk a lot of trash. Wait until I see them face to face off of this podcast. What you gotta say now? Check the facts, don't have a wrong stat. Rock to he a genius as a sport, make Ricky smile, boy. Super Davey Holly come up short on like it's cowboys. Always controversial, grip call out plays, no rehearsal. Got me talking all in circles. I hate the homies. And Griff be laughing like it's funny. But they never bet no money. They my mans, but they throw me. Ah, I hate the homies. Okay, so we got the NFL division around playoffs that took place. And uh, where you want to start, man? I, I kind of want to get right into the cowboy no, no, situation. No, 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 no. Let's save the cowboys. Let's go to the Jacksonville. Let's do it in the order that they came on. 
Okay. Let's, go, let's do the Jacksonville game first. Well, the Jacksonville yeah. game is going to be quick because we all knew no. Kansas City was going to win that doggone game. No, but I'm going to put it like – I'm going to tell you like this. I think we all thought like what you just said, Rock. I, we all thought this was going to be the worst game of the weekend between Kansas City and Jacksonville. But it was more interesting than what people think. I mean, was. Jacksonville was in the game all the way to the fourth quarter. Even before Patrick Mahomes went out with the high ankle sprain. And that's a big question mark right now. He never wanted to come out the game. He was fighting with his coach, fighting with the trainers. They did the x-ray. They brought him back out on the field. I'm like, he getting back out on the field. He wants to win this game. But I'm give, I'm going to give Jacksonville the credit. They're due. They went on a winning streak. They beat uh, uh, the L.A. Chargers a week ago. But after beat, after playing Kansas City the way they did, they were two plays away from probably winning this game. Agreed. Two plays late in the fourth quarter. They were in the game driving at the five-yard line when Agnew fumbled the ball at the five. At Listen. Kansas City's five-yard line. You're in the game. Once that happened, the wheels fell off for Jacksonville. And then the next series they had, that's what Trevor North, I mean, Trevor, I said Trevor North. Trevor Lawrence threw the interception. Game over. Yeah, it, it, it's it's safe to say that Jacksonville is for real. And it wasn't no fluke that they got into the playoffs. They 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 plan I listen, I can't put my finger on why this team is a is a good team. Like I you can say Trevor, you can say defense, you can say all these other things, but I can't put my finger on one thing that says this is why they're a good team. Can y'all? Yes. I love I love the uh the running back. I thought Kansas City got shook by Jacksonville's running game, running game from the beginning to most of the game. I think the cohesion, I mean, you know, the running back played. The running back really was hurt his rookie year. This is his second year. So him and Trevor Lawrence both came out of Clemson. So they homeboys. That's they they've been partners for the last five years. I think it's the coach, Doug Peterson. It's that glue he has with those young men who everybody really thought is just going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars and be sorry. And uh, Coach Urban Meyer came over here and did exactly what we knew he was going to do, and y'all always going to be Jacksonville. For that boy to throw four interceptions and win a playoff, he, Trevor Lawrence, sunshine, should always be remembered as the one you can't count out now. Come on I now. Think you just, I think you just hit it. I mean, you said you can't put your finger on it, Rock, but the, I think it's coaching. That's number one. Give Peterson his due, but I also think it's Trevor Lawrence. And then you got a bunch of young guys who believe. They never thought they were out of a game. And then they had a chance to see last season how bad it could be when Urban Meyer was over this football team. I mean, they were horrible. That was a hot mess right horrible. there. He was horrible as that NFL coach. And we all know that. They got leadership now, and it's a different team. That's right. Well, well, speaking of Peterson, let's talk about his old team, the Philadelphia Eagles, who pretty much uh, demolished the Giants. I thought New York was going to put up a better fight. I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you, man. That's the game. This was the worst game of the weekend. Yeah, man. <laughs> I kept waiting for the Giants to do giant things. And just like out of nowhere, you know, they still in it or they got back in it, you know, but eh, nah. Well, see, we played with fool's goal watching the Giants because they haven't beat Philadelphia all season long. We can sit up here and say, man, they lost two straight games to them. But then we saw what they did against Minnesota. Minnesota was a fluke. Minnesota was not a great team. They had a great record. But a lot of close games, they easily could have lost. But when you look at Philadelphia, Philadelphia didn't like the old Philadelphia we saw at the beginning of the season. I don't know. If was, I don't know if that was more Philadelphia or that the Giants was that sorry. And Daniel Jones went back to being Daniel Jones again in that game. You know. You, go ahead. Dave said they look like fools. Go. You know them necklaces that you can buy five yards of in the middle of the black mall you can yeah. just go to the kiosk and say let me get seven feet of herring ball that's out of giants <laughs> like that's the perfect name for the giants fool's gold like that's the perfect nickname i gotta give you that one there dog and they got they got a lot of questions down so i'm pretty sure they're gonna sign re-sign uh 
Daniel Jones because he did have a pretty good year compared to what he's had he's had the last couple of years with the Giants. And then what do you do with Saquon Barkley? I mean, do you pay him the kind of money that the top running backs are getting paid right now? Because he is injury prone. That's and you got you you have to think about all that. The Giants are in a different situation. But Philadelphia, I gotta give them the props. I wanted that I wanted to see Dallas in Philadelphia, but Philadelphia did their part on their end. And I think they're unstoppable. I think one team can stop them. They're not unbeatable. But the, if they play like they did against the Giants, they're hard to stop. So you think you think Philly gonna get past San Francisco? Is that what you're saying? Well, we gotta get to the game. We gotta get to the other games first. Okay. Before we before we even go to the San Francisco game, and even though this brother is in our division and no, and and I'm a fan of his stature, I never seen Patrick Mahomes be mad before. So for him to throw his jacket and right, yeah. be I was like, okay, Patrick Mahomes, they yeah. want a little anger. Yeah. They want somebody that's, in there. You got leadership. Kansas City having babies. Yeah. <laughs> but that's leadership. That's what you want. That's what you want to see out of your quarterback. He yeah, but but, but Griffin's right. We ain't never seen that happen. So it kind of it shook us a little bit because man, especially as a light skinned homie. He ain't never getting mad. He ain't never showed no, come on, we can get mad too. We can get mad too. Let's go. So when I he did that, that, I was like, let's go. I was like, I never like put the gloves on, anyway. man. I never like they pretty asses anyway. <laughs> but like, look, but look, Dave, that's how we knew he was really hurt. Because if the coaches and the athletic trainers are saying, no, nah, dog, and you saying, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. No, nah, dog. We can't have no tour problems with you, and we're going to win this game, and we're going to need you for a couple more games. But to see that, I don't know, as a as a Chiefs fan, and then really, that game was 27 to 20. Like Dave that. said, like Dave said, there Jacksonville's a couple plays away, but now let's start looking at Jacksonville for, for winning the AFC North. You know what I'm saying? Now – now it goes through Jacksonville. Houston ain't got nothing. Uh, I don't even think the Colts going to have a quarterback next year. And then the Titans is, man, the Titans is, the Titans will let you down if you're from Nashville. The only thing I'll say is that what you said, most of it's true, but I think we take it year to year with these teams. Just like last season, the Raiders were pretty good. And everybody came into this season. I'm not, I'm not trying to take a shot at you, man. I'm just making a point. I'm just using your team as an example. We all thought the Raiders would be better this year. always use the Raiders as an example, dog. Yeah, because they're trash (laughs) at the end of the day. (laughs) All right, well. (laughs) Let's get to Sunday's game. Let's get to Sunday's game. Cincinnati and Buffalo, man. Now, let me go ahead and start off this little situation because – I have, of course, I have Buffalo going to the Super Bowl and being Super Bowl champions. Winning it all. Man, look, it's this this is one of those, this is one of those situations that Joe Burrow, look, I'm I'm on record of saying he's the closest thing that we have in the league right now that's gonna be compared to Tom Brady. Now he's not gonna win as many Super Bowls as Tom Brady, but when it comes to talent at quarterback. Joe Burrow is the real deal. And as much as I respect that dude and I'm always bragging on him, I still thought Buffalo was going to find a way to pull it off. They didn't. Cincinnati, yo, they, listen, man, that, that team right there is a good team. And I, I, just had to, I just had to buy down and say they belonged in the Super Bowl last year. And don't be shocked if they, if they look like they rolling. They may get Kansas City because they beat Kansas City three times, right, in the last three times they played them. Yep. So, and, 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 and it, sometimes you can say, can you beat the same team that many times at this high level? Sometimes you're just a better team, period. It is what it is. That's my thoughts. I I, I watched that whole game. Um, I was saying, you know, by the time they showed, uh, you know, we were saying the spirit, of, the spirit of DeMar. You know, they showed him at the game going like this and all that snow. They said he went and talked to them at the half, but at the half, they was losing. If I was them players at the half, I'd have been like, why don't you go back up top and finish making hand signs and leave us alone? 
And that's and what just happened. Alone. <laughs> we are out here losing right now. And then let's put all the blame on Josh Allen ass. Josh Allen let down the whole city of Buffalo. He looked just like the Josh Allen that was in South Dakota. And he was all over the place. I never seen him play more nervous. It's like he played nervous the whole game. I, like you he, know what? he was I'm, happy feet, happy feet, happy feet. That's not him at all. But I think it was more. I think you have to give Cincinnati defense credit in that defensive line. He had happy feet because he was getting pressure in all different directions. He couldn't get the ball down the field like he wanted to. They stopped him from running. That's been a key for him all season long. It's been him running the ball like a running back. They eliminated that. They made him a quarterback. I mean, he's been great all year. He's not. He's not an MVP. He's not my MVP. I never thought they were going to go to the Super Bowl. I never thought they would get past Cincinnati. And I was proven right. They are Cincinnati is a better team. Buffalo is a good team. But I think when they lost Von Miller on the other side, when they lost him during the regular season, it changed. It changed the whole entire defense. Pressure they were putting on quarterbacks wasn't the same like the Broncos. I told y'all at the beginning of the season he was going to be the difference, and he didn't play. He's been hurt. Well, 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 speaking speaking of changing the sound and changing things up, Griff, put your dog on phone on mute right now until it's time for you to talk because your phone fell and when you picked it back up, now it's got a. We can hear the wind on the highway. Oh, <laughs> so uh, when you ready to, when you ready to talk. Just put your finger up. We'll we'll shut up and let you uh, take it off mute. <laughs> well, let's let's give let's give Joe Burrow his credit and and the Cincinnati Bengals. And the one thing Joe said, this team is better than what they were last season. I think I think our line is better. I think our run game is better. I think our defense is better. I, I just think our special teams is better. We're just overall a uh, much better team than we were last year. He said it, it, he's right. I mean, for you, listen, this is a tough league. And for you to get as far as you've gotten again and you one game away from getting back to the Super Bowl, he's right. I mean, the team, the team must be better. It has to be. And but look, Stefan Diggs, you know, he's being tore up on, on, on social media because he you went on that, social right? media and you he uh, expressed his frustrations. And let me let me let me go ahead and see what he said, man. He pretty much was like, on social media, they want me to be okay with losing. Nah, I'm good. And here's the deal. Okay, he was he was seen on the sidelines with his hands out. You could tell he was going back and forth, share, share some words. Some he, was frustrating words. he was doing the T.O. T.O. Sharing some frustrating words with his yeah. quarterback, Josh Allen. And then he went on Twitter to say what he said. Look, no, you don't have to accept losing, Stefan Diggs. Yes, you can be frustrated for losing. There's nothing wrong with that. But there's a way that you handle it. Go sit down next to Josh Allen on the on the on the on the bench. Pull him aside and just say, "Hey, bro, you good? You know, how can I? How, what can I do to kind of help make things better on my on my uh, with my duties? Whatever. You you straight, man. You you you, Josh, man. We good. Let's come on. Let's keep fighting. Look for me a little bit." See, there's a way you can have a conversation to uplift your quarterback. You follow me? Because we all know quarterback is going to get the praise when they win, and he's going to be the blame when they lose most of the time. So if I'm his teammate and he's struggling, instead of doing all this, showing him up, I'm going to go sit down with him and just say, hey, man, you know, everything cool? We good, man. Let's go. We got time. Let's get back in this thing and uplift him. That's just me. He could have handled that better. I think I think the 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 why receivers are so funny because they just be yipping and yapping. Chad Ocho Cinco is the main they're just example. Like, they're that. just like comedians. They're just like if, comedians. If, if nobody throw you a ball, you're gonna be the dumbest person on the whole team. You would think your relationship with the quarterback. See, yep. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Come on, keep going, dog. You back? I'm back. You would think that their relationship with the quarterback would be amazing because if you don't throw me nothing, I'm not out here doing my job. And and I want you to expand on that T.O. part, Dave, because he was in Dallas doing the same thing. 
he was in Dallas doing the same thing. He was in San Francisco doing the same thing. He was in Philadelphia doing the same thing. We've always seen T.O. do that, do that kind of thing. But most most wide receivers are what? They're divas. And no matter what you see on the field, no matter what that quarterback is going through, which Josh Allen was, he was Josh Allen was going through a lot on on Sunday. I mean, he had pressure every single place, and he was getting hit. So I don't give a damn if I'm the quarterback. I'm looking at Stefan Diggs and going, I don't give a damn what you're saying. You ain't taking the hits I'm taking right now. I want to get the ball to you. I want to win. But he made Diggs made it look like he didn't want to win, like he threw the game. No, no you were playing a better team. That's the end of the day. You were playing a better team, and they and were well prepared. And let's also take in consideration. You got to give props to the defense, man. They had one. They had a. They had a defensive back underneath Diggs. They had a safety coming on top. He was That's getting cool. double teamed. Like yeah. so, you and, and as a quarterback, okay. Sometimes you got to throw the ball up and, and let your receiver make a play if it's one on one. But if you got two. Three players on you as a quarterback, I can't throw your way as often as I would like. So you got to take that into consideration as well. Hey, Rock, the Bengals did an amazing job knowing who they were playing. Now, I wanted to pose this to y'all because I've been listening to podcasts and uh, sports shows on this drive. Do you think the DeMar Hamlin everything did something opposite of what we were saying, you know, we were saying spirit of the more is over for everybody. I told y'all spirit that of the more. But do you think, I mean, because I'm watching that game, that wasn't the same team that played the Bengals and then the, the game stopped on that Monday night and uh, it, it just, or that, that that Sunday, it just wasn't the same team. Like, they didn't look something. like they had a plan. Yeah, I, the Bengals looked like they had a plan, dog. But I disagree. It was the same team that we saw on that Monday night before it had the end when uh, when Hamlin went down. Cincinnati was moving up, up, moving the ball up and down the field on Buffalo. Look, and Hamlin survived. We're all blessed. We're all thankful for that. But at the end of the day, Cincinnati didn't want to hear that. At this point, it's all about going to the Super Bowl, right? Look, at let me, the end of the day. Listen, and look, what did what did what was um what did the NFL do right before this game? They found a spot for the AFC Championship game because they thought it was going to be who? Buffalo and Kansas City. Right. And so 50,000 tickets to uh to Atlanta to try to get them stadium, to get try to get that stadium you feel. And that it like fools because Cincinnati's going, y'all forget about us. We were in the Super Bowl last season. Y'all just parking us out. That's y'all what they Buffalo get, dog. Kansas City. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, Dave. They, 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 they acted like them boys was not. In L.A., dog, <laughs> in February. <laughs> they sure did, dog. You're Real. right. Listen, and, and, and we gonna, we'll, I'm going to say this, and then we'll move on to the Cowboys-San Francisco game. As much as even, – even if the, the unfortunate situation with DeMar Hamlin would not have happened, Cincinnati still would have won that game, bro. I, I mean, it is – Cincinnati was just a better team on that day and they showed it they showed up I mean, and showed out and but i do I agree with griff, but i do agree with what griff said i think it backfired because all those players it's just my opinion in the in their conscience <laughs> it's like our teammate literally died on the field and again at the hospital and well cardiac arrest or whatever and that could be me i mean that i'm one hit away from that happening to me, possibly. So, yes, I think that was a mental situation that might have been in, in, in some you know, kind of the aura of the team or whatever. But even if that didn't happen, Cincinnati still would have won that game. They were the better team. And Cincinnati's coming off of what? Winning 11 games straight. 11 games straight. They are the better team. End of the day. Period. So, let's let's talk about the team that is not the better team, which is the Dallas Cowboys. We'll get into that next. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at BeatTheStigma.org.
All right, Super Dave, uh, Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco 49ers. You got Mr. Irrelevant versus Dak Prescott, whose his time could be very limited over this next. He could be out of Dallas after next year. Man! Like, <laughs> Man! He, he could be out of Dallas after next year. Like, Man! I'm just going off of the history of Jerry Jones. One, Jerry ain't getting no younger, okay? Two, they hadn't won a Super Bowl since, what, 95, 96? So, uh, Dak is his guy, but that's his best option that he had. And I love Dak. Let me put this out there. I love Dak. Me too. And, and but, but the later part of this season, version of Dak of auto interceptions, and I don't know if Jerry Jones is going to have confidence to keep him as his starting quarterback after next year. I mean, unless he goes out next year and puts up an all-world type year that could change things. But just going off of right now, I wouldn't be surprised if he's already thinking about, listen, if next year was already here, I wouldn't be surprised if Jerry Jones said, Tom Brady, come on, bro. <laughs> and we'll go ahead and trade Dak away for a whole bunch of other picks or whatever with it to another team. And you come on here and get this current roster to the Super Bowl. That's not, it's not next year yet, but that's just my two cents. I can go now. Let me go right now. Enjoy. Uh, this is my team. I picked them to win this football game. I was skeptical from the beginning because of Dak. And the one thing we haven't seen from Dak all season is being consistent. We saw what he did against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the week before, and he had great numbers. But the one thing I kept telling you guys was he didn't have any turnovers. And for eight straight games during the season, he had a turnover. Hell, he had three turnovers in the Tennessee Titan game. He almost gave that game away. A game they needed to stay in the playoff, not playoff picture, but the NFC East race to win that division. That's the sad part. I was hoping that he showed up. I was hoping his team showed up in this game. It's been 27 years. 27 years you're playing against the 49ers, a team you played last season, and it was a close game in that situation, but you were playing at home, and you, the way you lost the game, when Dak was driving down the field and didn't know to give the ball to the referee so he could so he could make a, a – so he could clock the ball and they could get one more playoff. That was last season. I thought he would learn a lot from what they have – what happened last season. This year they came in. Defense played great. You got to give the defense their props in this football game. They didn't get any turnovers on the defensive side. I would have been happier with a turnover, but they kept the game close, especially when your quarterback turned the ball over twice in the first half, one inside your own 40, giving them an easy, a San Francisco an easy chance to even score a touchdown. They held them to a field goal there. But then the one before the half where they were driving down, the Cowboys driving down the field, they're inside the 25-yard line. You're in the red zone situation. You can't make mistakes like that. That's points. You take it off the board, and that made the critical mistake. They lost Pollard on that same drive with the high ankle sprain. But still, the situation was, don't turn the ball over. Get your three points. Right. Because that's the kind of, that's the kind of game you were playing with the 49ers. It was a more defensive game than anything. But he's been the killer all season long. And I think the best part was when we saw them play great football was with Cooper Rush. I don't want to see Cooper Rush. I ain't saying that. But they played better football with Cooper Rush. Well, keep in mind, even though he hit two field goals this this game, that extra point or the field goal wasn't the option because of Maher. And the kick the block. The, the block kick. Even that block kick, even that block kick would have missed. That block kick would have missed. Well, Rock, I was going to say – I also picked the Cowboys. Um, I, I watched that entire game. I just, you know, um, you know, it's 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 weird to see Dallas be this consistently losing in the playoffs. I, I've I've heard the last seven years being in Dallas how Dallas fans. I laugh at Super Day, man. Y'all too hard on them. Y'all too. But I think I'm starting to understand who wants their team to be all good all season and then and then completely like now at this point they known as choking in the playoffs, dog. And, and and really, like you said, 
the quarterback get all the love, but the quarterback catch all them boos too. I'm a Dak Prescott fan. That brother, his brother committed suicide. His mother died of cancer. He has done nothing wrong off the field except having a pit bull in a condominium. And uh, a great guy, great, great guy. But he is not an elite quarterback. He, You know what Dak Prescott is? He's Derek Carr. There you okay. go. That's I'm a good say- that's a good, that's a good uh, assumption. Well, a, I agree with that. I'm going to say this about about uh, Dak. The one thing, and we didn't mention this last week, and I, I should have brought it up, when in, in, that Tampa, in the Tampa Bay game, when Brett Marhe missed the third field goal, you saw Dak slam his helmet on the bench on the sideline. Yeah. Now, when Dak threw his second interception right before the half, we should have saw Brett throw his helmet on the bench on the sideline because he can be doing that for eight straight games. That's all we see from that. Turnover after turnover after turnover. Please. Listen, Dak should have threw four interceptions that game. Oh, they he had, dropped, he had they dropped two of them. He had a big six going the way. He had a big six going the way. And he talked about he talked about the interception problem and he said he everything would change next season. Yeah the first one um I guess you just hitched hitched one too many times I guess MG uh, understandably, hitching three times, thought I was going to go on a scramble, um, and the guy just came back to the ball, made a play. Uh, I've got to throw that one away or or use my feet, get out of the pocket. Uh, and then on the second one, um, nickel squeezed. Uh, yeah, tried to try to throw a low to CD, but, I mean, he was able to make a play on it, tip it up in the air and uh, tip it to the mic. Uh, just two throws that, that, that I can't have. You can't have in the playoffs. You can't have when you're trying to beat a team like that. You can't have on the road. And, um, yeah, no excuses for that. Those are two are 100% on me. Oh, really? On you? Please, it is on you. Okay, he identified the two. What about the other two that should have been picked? <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, come on, man. It's Listen. Did y'all see, did y'all see Michael Parsons after the game? What he what, said? What, he what said? happened? He said, we held the 49ers to one touchdown. We kept Debo, and we kept McCaffrey in check. We were in the game. It was a winnable game. And he, no. threw a little shade. he threw a little shade at, at uh, Dak. He said, but we had two interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I missed that part, but I thought you was going somewhere with it, like using that as an excuse. Like we were in the no, like, no. at the end Parsons, of the game. Parsons tell you exactly what he feels. Right. That might have been the right time to do that at, at that particular time, but he was being truthful. You can't sugar Well, you, you know, defensive, it, it, it's really weird. Defensive players. And offensive players is like Crips and Bloods. Nobody cared. But and listen, I three and out. I did my part as linebacker. I did my part. Now, what? why am I back out here again? Because y'all going three and out, too. We doing our part. How much, how many times do we got to get to the quarterback and cause distractions just to sit on the side and watch the offense not get a first down? Like that, that is frustrating after a while. That is, and then you, these guys get paid money. We can never even fathom, dog. It's frustrating watching the kids do it when they're seven years old. Now imagine this dude who, I did my job the whole game and we lost. You scored 12 points. Your offense scores 12 points. I blame McCarthy. I blame the offensive coordinator. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. And I blame that. But why you gonna, why you going to blame them? Why can't you just give props to San Francisco defense? No, wait, a minute, Rocky, wait a minute, Wait a minute. Nope. Let's blame no. Kellen Moore. What was going on with 70 seconds left in the Thank game? You. Got to that the, play. Cowboys, the Cowboys messed up 51 seconds, dog. I couldn't understand. I was so mad at the offensive coordinator. At they didn't do try, anything, Rock. That's the problem. He's been inconsistent the entire year. They have, we always see this with the Cowboys the last two or three years. They've always had the number one offense. Always. But it doesn't show up when it's time in the big games against big teams like Philadelphia. Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts. Or like with this team, the 49ers we just saw in the playoffs. They don't show up then. I think he needs to be gone. I don't know. If, I don't know if Jerry's gonna give it to McCarthy because he said he wouldn't. 
But I think you could, I th I think Dak needs a change because you, you can't get rid of him. You're you're locked to him for next season. Yeah, he got one more he's year. Yeah, he's getting fifty million dollars next year. He's yeah. guaranteed that. He's gonna get the franchise tag nowhere. one more year, and then they're gonna deal him off. But who wants your jump? I mean, Dak. Like country. I said, Dak is still a very good quarterback. Okay, don't well, get it twisted. What I'm saying is, who wants your junk when they got to pay the same amount you're paying? You don't want to pay for that. You're not paying for that. We're gonna find out next year. But let me say, San Francisco almost tried to give the game back to Dallas because Mitchell ran out of bounds when he could have iced the game <laughs> up the sideline. <laughs> God, back. you know that's why he ran that's the hard part about it. It was a winnable game. It was a he ran into game. the San Francisco side, and the whole team was like, "Get why out! You, why you come out of bounds, dog?" <laughs> and get back on the Kellen Moore on that last drive, the last play. What the hell was that? Well, you have hey. Zeke at center. Hey, that was a trick play. That's a flag football trick play. Then <laughs> listen, you got to go eighty yards down the field. He said, he said you come with with an L. He said flag with an L. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> Did you see how Turner? What's that boy name? The boy that was the USFL MVP, the kickoff for Turner. He got dude. lit. The, yeah, a snot bubble, a snot bubble, dog. In no. the game. Well, did you see on that last play that the one that he sent you see in flag football? Yeah, where Zeke is playing the center. Right, Zeke got lit up. Zeke got put on his ass. Yeah, you, see you, got, that a, play? you got a three hundred pound dude coming at you, exactly. bro. Exactly. What are you yeah. doing? But it's a, it's a, it had that? to go 80 yards, man. They had to get some type of creative play, and but they the just drive, couldn't, they couldn't get it going. But the drive before that, they couldn't do anything for three plays. They wasted a drive, three uh, a series before that. That's how bad the Cowboys are right now. Well, and they got a lot of work to do. But I think you got to get rid of the offensive coordinator. You need a change on that offensive side because somebody has to get clear to Dak. He has to be a better quarterback. He I really think Kellen Moore is probably gonna get gonna get a head coaching job like very very soon somewhere. Somebody he was gonna... missing guys. He was missing guys out there too. It wasn't just the interception. He had guys open and he wasn't hitting them. He had happy feet too in that game. Yeah, absolutely. There it is, man. We can keep going on and on, but uh, let's get to the championships and our predictions. We're gonna get that to you next. Kansas City, Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati didn't beat Kansas City three times in a row. Is this going to be number four? Sometimes you just got to say, my team's better than yours. I don't care how many times we play, I'm going to win the game. Or sometimes you got to say, there's no way that this team is going to beat Kansas City four times in a row. It's like almost impossible. What side are you on? My personal, I'll go first. Listen, I picked Buffalo to win the Super Bowl. Cincinnati beat Buffalo. So I got Cincinnati beating Kansas City a fourth time in a row. And they're going to truck their way to the Super Bowl. So, not a not a Chiefs fan at all. But don't hate them. I hate the Broncos. I'm, I'm happy for the Chiefs. I just wish it wasn't in my damn division. Um, I'm going with Kansas City. I know Patrick Mahomes has a chip. You know, MVP, blah, blah, blah. But if you can't win this game, he don't care. That MVP, uh, let he get the little asterisk net. He don't care, dog. He's a winner. Patrick Mahomes is a winner, and we all just got to know that. Joe Burrows is not soft. That bang is something about the the Bengals are playing like how everybody wants the Lions to play. Like the Bengals were sorry forever, 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 and now they finally got sweet. If you a Bengal fan, you got to be happy because your grandfather was watching the Bengals lose. Your daddy was taking you to Bengal games and they ain't never win. And now that you got kids, the Bengals is doing everything that your great-grandfather wanted them to do. But Kansas City has a fan base and they got a team, man, that I believe, I believe, I don't care, I believe that they shouldn't let the Bengals beat them again. Dave? You going with Kansas City? That's what he said. Okay. I'll make it simple. I'm going with Cincinnati. I've been with them the last few weeks, and I've, they've won 11 straight games. They're going to make it 12. I think the biggest key about this game is what, what, what? What you doing? What Go you ahead and finish your thought, man, but 
Okay, go ahead. Go ahead and finish. No, go ahead. I, I, I got to call you out, man. Call you, me out. You said it. You said it. You said I've been with him for the last few weeks, which you have. So okay. I give it. I give it to you. But early in, in the season, you was like, oh, Cincinnati's not the same team. Cincinnati's not that good. It's not that same Super Bowl team. They're not going to be. You said that early on in the season. Okay. Have you changed your pick before? Of course. Okay, then. I, this is three weeks, four weeks. I've said they they look better. They didn't look good the last – they didn't look good the first four weeks of the season. Dallas beat them with Cooper Rush the last four – the first four weeks of the season. They were not a good football team. They were living off of what happened last season when they went to the Super Bowl. They finally got it together. They are the better team right now. And I think the other part is when you look at Kansas City Chiefs, we don't know how healthy Patrick Mahomes is. A hot ankle sprain, I'm bringing pressure every single – time bringing the house i'm bringing the house i want to see what he can do i want to see if he can move we saw uh, we, we saw what we saw what cincinnati did to josh allen and josh allen is a running quarterback right i want to see what they do to to uh to patrick mahomes and again they beat him three straight times that's going to be in kansas city's head and i don't care if you're playing at arrowhead or you're playing in cincinnati bottom line is we know we can beat y'all anywhere yeah, sometimes you're just a better team, and, and I really believe Cincinnati's better than Kansas City, even with even with a healthy Patrick Mahomes, and he ain't even going to be healthy. So it is what it is, man. Um, San Francisco and Philadelphia. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Griff. You back. I, I said I, I, I had Kansas City in that game. San Francisco, Philadelphia. This game's going to be fun. Because the Philadelphia fans are the Raiders of the East. They are some disrespectful fans. They don't have love for nobody that comes into the link. I love my, my, my son is an Eagle fan. The crap he's been talking all season to me. I, I, I pray that the Eagles win. I hate the Fairy Niners like the Broncos. I hope the Fairy Niners get the same thing the Giants got. Because uh, that the Giants quarterback is way better than the 49ers quarterback. How about that? I'm picking Philly. Fly, Eagles, fly. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. Listen, man, in, in, the, in, the, in the words of the homie Stephen A. Smith, when he's referring to the Cowboys, be patient. Be patient. And that's what I've been saying about Philly. Listen. Love Jalen Hurts. I'm rooting for Jalen Hurts. I hope Jalen Hurts get the victory and get to the Super Bowl. But I think this is the week that something happens and the whole thing just implodes. San Francisco is just too balanced. Listen, man, I'm 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 jumping on the doggone Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. He's too calm and cool. They both. It's funny how Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy are similar. Like they they always cool under pressure. Don't nothing shake them. They got that stoic look about themselves. No matter what's going on, they both move around the pocket. They both get yards with their feet. Uh, this is this is going to be a pretty evenly matched game. Like, the 49ers in Philly got both balanced attack type situations on, on offense, and they both got pretty good defenses. So, I just think San Fran is, is for real, man. I think I think uh, Shanahan's going to have some tricks up his sleeve, and uh, they're going to win this game. It's not going to be a blowout, but I got San Fran. I'm going to say this. Jalen Hurts got the best of Brock Purdy when Jalen Hurts was at Oklahoma in 2019, and Purdy was at Iowa State, and that game came down to a Bring shootout. it back, Dave. Bring 42, it back, homie. 42-41. Jalen Hurts over Brock Purdy in Iowa State. But Iowa State, Brock, Brock Purdy had five touchdowns in that game. Five. Come Count on. Them. I'm telling you this right now. Come on. Payback. I hate the Eagles. Payback. I got to make the right choice because I can't just say I hate the Eagles. I think right now, after what I saw with the 49ers and what I've seen the last 12 games, they won 12 games straight. But what I saw with what they did against the Cowboys, I got the 49ers in this game. I think, yeah. they're more, I think they're a more physical team, and I think they can contain Jalen Hurts with that defense. That defense sometimes looks like they got 12 guys twelve guys on the field. It looks like they're cheating on the field. 12 guys. And then you come in with your third-string quarterback. Look, listen to this. You start off with who? Trey Lance at the beginning of the season? 
Who's going to be fi- who's going to be finding home. a new home soon? Exactly. But then you come down to your last, your third round pick. I mean, your your your, your third string quarterback in Brock Purdy, and he got got you to the NFC Championship game. The Cowboys should be ashamed. Brock 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 Purdy only took one year to get to the NFC Championship game. The Cowboys still taking twenty seven years. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Hey man, <laughs> going on thirty. It's gonna be thirty years. So we I got. Feel like, I feel like a Raider fan. We got. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Mr. Historian. Cincinnati, San Francisco Super Bowl. That's that's our prediction. That was '86, right? Not at all. Like Let right. me tell you how I know exactly when that game is. I met my first wife when I was 18 in 1990 in January in the game that Boomer Esiason uh, played in that game. That was 1990. That was that. That wasn't the Super Bowl, was it? No, not 1990. It was the Super Bowl in 1990 in San Francisco. Oh my God! Had no. to catch. No. Are you sure? No. You sure? I'm Cincinnati's last Super Bowl. Super Bowl party, dog. But Cincinnati's no. last Super Bowl was '86, wasn't it? Yes. No. 86. Okay. It was 1990, dog. Are you sure, dog? Cause wait a minute. Cowboys won 92, 93. Who won 91? Let's let's just wait. Pull it up. We'll wait. Dave, what you got, man? Talk to us. Yeah, it's not the 90s. I can tell you that now. I'm looking at it right now. It's 86, on. man. I'm telling you it's 86. Yeah, I remember. I'm with you, Rock. I'm with you. 1982. Nope. 1982. Hold on. My phone is freaking disappearing. Dog, I met my first wife at the Super Bowl party when the 49ers played the Bengals. I promise you. No, 1989. 90, 90. 89. 89. That's what it was. 89. 89. 90 was 70 uh, was San Francisco and did Denver Bronco. It's two different years. No, that yeah, okay. 1990 was San Fran versus Denver. And in 1989, I graduated from high school in June. The Super Bowl was in January back then. You're counting the 89 season that played in 90, though. You know what I mean? Not I mean, the, I know what you're saying, but I'm just telling you what they got on the thing, 1989. I'm not saying No, no, wrong. no. It's the, it's yeah. the 89. I know what y'all saying, but I, I know what I'm talking about. I know. No, you're right. You good. You good. And your, and your, your ex-wife, she's going, why is he bringing that up? I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like come on, hey, Look, look, look and then for her, she go, oh, no, not this damn Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> So there, me and Dave got San Fran, Cincinnati. Griff got uh, who you got? Philly, KC, Philadelphia, Kansas City, and I will say Kansas City will get that coveted Super Bowl again. Mm, I'm gonna hold my I'm gonna hold my opinion on the Super Bowl. Let's get through this week first. All right, so there it is. Let's get ready to get into Shannon Sharp. He apologized for. Causing some ruckus, had a little altercation at a basketball game, Lakers versus Memphis. Matter of fact, John Morant's dad, we're going to get into that and give you our thoughts and opinions about that situation. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at all right, so Shannon Sharp went to the Lakers-Memphis Grizz game in L.A. And, of course, he's courtside. We all know that there's a lot of bickering that go back and forth, not only with the players, but also celebrities be out there, fans be out there talking trash to the players and all that, and vice versa. Uh, John Morant's dad is uh, known to always be in the mix uh, of trash talking, kind of in a cool, friendly type way. That like my son is one of the coldest players out there, which he is, which he is. So I guess they got the yapping uh, to Shannon Sharp, you know, players, and then John Morant, and it went from friendly yapping to it's now Shannon standing up on the sideline, players trying to hold him back, fans trying to hold him back, security trying to. Rock Shannon told the boy that was holding LeBron, you can't hold LeBron and you've been getting dusted all game. 
and the boy was like, man, F you, woo, woo, woo. And Shannon was like, do something. The first person to come over was the center from New Zealand. Adam. He came Adam. over first while they was holding him back. Adams. While they was holding him back, then uh, Moran's dad was like, oh, man, y'all out there. The, what sucks about this game is that that would have been Memphis's 12th win in a row, and they would have beat their – they had tied for 11 in a row, but they would have beat their franchise record. And Memphis is really the second-best team in the West, only a smidget behind the Nuggets, and, and, and the whole game was about Shannon. Yeah. yeah. He was wrong. Just say it. He was wrong. And he apologized. He he admitted oh, I, he was wrong. Okay, that's a company apology. That's fine. Nah, man. Spike Lee is at every New York Knicks game Thank talking you. crazy to whoever played the Knicks, and he ain't never got to have people hold him back. He's been doing that our whole lives. Shannon, <laughs> Shannon wanted to fight. He wanted to fight somebody. He had no business. He hadn't. I know he's down with LeBron James. We know he loved LeBron James. But at the end of the day, you say something to a player that's actually playing the game, and you're telling this guy that you can't hold LeBron. Of course, I'm gonna say, I mean, you're gonna get an F bomb from me, and you're gonna say F bomb back to me. So we're gonna start a fight. It's called fight gonna happen. He should, he never should got involved. You're a fan. You are a fan, and any other fan would have been what escorted out the game, and you know that. Well, let me say this, and I'm not saying this happened, but don't be surprised if Shannon was a little tipsy on his bourbon. You know he got oh, that bourbon. <laughs> He might have had a couple too many before he went courtside. I ain't even think about that, dog. Like, and real, Shannon, dog. I met Shannon Sharp before a bunch of times in Atlanta. He's not a little fella, dog. I he, got, he got no body fat, and he's a problem. Don't get caught up in what he's wearing and what he, <laughs> he – and he a real brother, man. He a real brother. Now, I'm with you. I just thought about that, man, because – why would you get so mad? Why did it turn into standing up and you halves on the court? Yeah, Shannon was out there a little, little, little tipsier than he was supposed to be. <laughs> he was sweating a little bit, dog. <laughs> he was sweating, but at the end of the day, you make yourself a part of the show. And nobody came out to see Shannon Sharp. They came out to see the Lakers play the Grizzlies. Exactly. The and court. I'm with you. I'm with you, uh, Rock, about uh, Jaw's dad. Jaw's dad is always jokingly saying. Uh, your son ain't better than mine, and I don't yeah. see your son's daddy out here. There's a whole bunch of mamas like he be playing like that. He be having and fun. He yeah, he, you know, it, it wasn't like that. I was glad they apologized in the end. But listen to what LeBron said after the game. Uh, I mean, I ride with Shannon 365 days, 66 on a leap year, 24-7, so... That's my guy, so I always got his back. He got mine, so um, he can talk with the best of them for sure. So that's, that's, that's LeBron here, pretty much saying. LeBron here, pretty much saying he was right. <laughs> here go, here go he the double guard. standard though. He go the double standard though. Jack Nicholson ain't never cussed out another player. On I mean, this is the Staples Center that used to be the forum that every celebrity that is a celebrity who can afford it, it gets to be on the front row. Now, we already had the incident with Chris Rock and Will Smith, and Shannon just can't do that. Now, Shannon would have been mad if they tased him. They'd have been mad. If, he'd have been mad if security, all them little security dudes wasn't. He'd have been mad if the police ran up on him, dropped him to the ground, and we'd have been like, he was on the court. Chris. He was on the court. When that boy ran out on I the agree. Super Bowl, with some pink smoke coming behind him, and then he got laid out. Everybody was like, "Well, he was on the field, though." And what kind of sweater did Shannon have on? What the the biggest. The, he had on a Teddy Ruxpin. Sweater. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this all stems from one thing: what talking trash. And I'm all for talking trash in sports. Just don't let it get out of hand. But it's part well, of sports. Not right. He's not a part of the game. It doesn't matter. Fans oh, talk trash all the time. Matter. Fans are going to heckle all the time. He's a fan. He's at the game. Now, should you go on the court? No. Should you, you know, all that. But as far as heckling and talking trash, man, that's part of sports. And that, that belongs in sports, in my opinion. And Everybody, guess what? 
And guess what? He was only mad. That brother who was holding LeBron was only Bro. mad. <laughs> you, you out there getting dogged. But guess what? Everybody in the league been getting dogged by that man for the last 18, 19 years. So that ain't nothing that you could be all. I mean, and then and then now, now you a diehard crazy Laker fan. I'm I'm for my kids play sports, your daughters play sports and your sons. Fans know how to talk crazy, high-five each other, and then be like, hey, your son had a good hit out there. Oh, your son came back on that one. Like, it's a way, it's a demeanor to not scare the other people. And basically, Shannon acted a whole gorilla. You don't get to be a gorilla dog and then come back to the game like you wasn't a gorilla 15 minutes ago. Thank you. I do, I do, I do believe he was sincere with his apology. Regardless if it came from someone from his team, PR, the network, I do believe that that Shannon Sharp's integrity is very real, and and and, and, uh, and he he really meant well. He, he really apologized. I feel like, I feel like yeah. Skip Skip should do him like that. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, Skip. We say Skip. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, so let's get into this Ed Reed situation. Uh, I guess I could say former head coach of Bethune-Cookman, <laughs> almost head coach of Bethune-Cookman University. If you guys ain't seen his rant, check it out. Motherfuckers. Yeah, I curse. And y'all done heard curse words before. And they got parents in here. And no, I don't want to leave. And like I told you, I want all these recruits. But they got some corrupt people in this world, some evil people that don't care about kids like I do. So I want y'all to hear the truth from me. I ain't withdrawing my name. I got the receipts. They got all kinds of stuff going on around here. Hoarding these buildings with nothing but trash in them. You understand me? And Dion was right. And I know I'm right. And they got some people in here who be snitching to their ass. And I work amongst Judas as Jesus walked with him. And I ain't have a problem with it. Griff, go, you, you up, man. What you think? I, I know Ed Reed as a defensive player, as a, as a Hall of Famer, as a, you, can, you can hear the love he has, the passion that he has for the, those kids. Um, the frustration comes because everybody doesn't have the situation that Dion had. Everybody didn't put half their salary up to make a HBCU better. HBCUs, although are pushing the best African-American citizens out of the United States, they struggle in, in buildings. They struggle in uh, locations. They struggle. Money. money. In, in money. money. They money. struggle. So Ed Reed is, is coming in like, okay, okay, uh, Dion left. Let it be known there's another black Hall of Famer that's out here looking out for these kids. And Bethune Cookman just wasn't ready. And a lot of HBCUs are not going to be ready for these high talented athletes to come and take over as if they were in college again or in the NFL. I love this passion, but I really love what Dion told that brother, man. Sometimes doors gonna close and you gotta walk away. It's not your time. Maybe it'll be, but maybe Bethune Cookman will be ready in three years, two years, who knows? I understand his frustration and what he's dealing with and what he saw at Bethune Cookman. But I'm pretty sure you're going to see a lot of that at a lot of HBCUs, and that's because of funding, money. The big schools are getting money. The small schools, the, HBC, the HBCUs are not. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what you're looking at. I like his passion. I like some of the stuff he said, but it's also a way of handling things as a businessman. He's a head coach. If that's what he was going to be, 
you handle things in situations where you go talk to that person up front, the dean, the president, whoever it is. Don't put it on social media. We all run to social media. That's the worst thing to do because you can't push cancel that message. You can't. Put, you don't have anything to cancel that message. Once it's out there, it's out there. And nobody wants to see you blasting that school like that. That's not business-like. You handle it in a certain situation. You can confront the president or the dean at that particular time, but don't put it on social media. That's where he made the mistake to me. Yeah, I agree with that, man. Keep, keep, your, keep the private business private. Now, if Bethune-Cookman said something on social media or put out a report on social media about Ed Reed and whatever – then I can see how he would want to defend himself. Yeah. But I don't think that was the case. No. So he attacked, so, he attacked them because of what of, of some of the conditions we that he saw at Bethune right. Cookman. Right. So. And, and and this goes back to the class that Deion Sanders has because I'm sure he could have blasted Jackson State. Oh, yeah, know? easily. And he still yeah. hasn't, and I don't think he he ever will. You know, and it's like, listen, I'm gonna go ahead and exit stage left. You guys keep everything that I brought here to this institution. I'm going to continue to support this institution from afar and just clean it up the best way you can for those kids and those families that's spending their money and their time on this campus. Uh, so did Ed Reed ruin it for himself to get another job, maybe at another HBCU? I don't know. You know, it's, you know, the, the, the jury is out, but he needs know. to calm down. If he gets another job, I don't. I don't want to say stay low key, but handle in the business way. Yeah, there's a, there's a there's not, a way. It's not the football field. And, and, I'm, and I'm pretty sure Dion probably, you know, even though we heard and seen what he said about um, sometimes you got to just walk away, and I understand your frustrations. He probably also called him back off the record and said, "Bro, you you can't put you can't put it out there like that. There's a way yeah. to do things." You know, so, so yeah, so, I mean, it, it is what it is, man. Let's, let, we pray for Ed. We know his heart is in the right place, and we hope he does get an opportunity to get into one of those universities. Hey, as grown men, you know, in South Africa, when we watch soccer games and we go out, sometimes we put our, all, all the dudes put their phones in a basket. Leave your phone in this basket till after the match. Not, not, not just. And I like it because because some things ain't – I mean, come on, man. The things we say outside of the I Hate the Homies podcast ain't for people to hear. We letting you hear what we want to talk about during the podcast. Yeah. Like, you don't need to know everything. We'll give you a glimpse, but you don't – I mean, hell, I'm on an inspirational show, and I cuss. I'm not putting myself cussing. You, you cuss? Don't do it. No. I'm shocked. You got a poodle. No. Cuss, you got a poodle. You got a poodle. <laughs> Poodles don't cuss. There's <laughs> so many cuss words I got for you in my mind right now, baby. <laughs> Poodles, worry. Poodles are stalking friendly. <laughs> point, is, point is, turn your phone off sometimes, man. What's the next story? All right, so we're going to finish up with uh, the Erica Badu and her, her, her daughter, Puma. She released what a new, uh Yeah, she released a new album. And um, her Erica and her daughter, Puma, took a, 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 a photo of their rear ends. Uh, that's it, pretty much. And then the internet went crazy. So they're, you know, <laughs> it's like mom and daughter showing oh, off their rear ends. Why would mom? Why would mom show off her daughter's rear end and they comparing them like the size of it, and and then the internet went nuts. Some the, the the people that love it said, "Oh, I see you. Go ahead, girl." But the people that don't like it saying, "This is why our daughters are growing up to be thoughts. And it just kind of kept. It kind of went more to that end. Well, the the daughter said, Puma said they were promoting hands. That, that you that you see, I'm not looking at the pants. When I'm not looking at the daughter either. I didn't know Erica Badu. Well, I, sh- I should have known that. She's from South Dallas. That's a lot, that's a lot of meat and potatoes back there. They look <laughs> no comment. But no they, comment. You know, they promote the pants. Erica Badu like to wear sheer robes and she be covering that thing up. Yeah, I I never seen it. I never had uh, no. And I saw it. I saw it today, and I was like, God. No, man. <laughs> the the I, you know, 
my daughter and her mom, pretty ladies, uh, they take a lot of pictures together, but I ain't never seen them turn around and say, look at our butts. Because you, 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 know you, you can, you can, look, if you know Erica, she's, she's outside of the box. I mean, she made a, she made a candle or incense call her vagina. Right. Yeah, you know, and she made a video walking, stripping, walking naked, you know, in downtown Dallas. So, but that's yeah. Erica. She's she's always she's always flamboyant. She's always out of the box. She's like, I don't care what nobody think about me, and I'm gonna be me. And she has a great relationship with all of her kids. You know what I'm saying? And all of her kids have a great relationship yeah. with her, and they love her to death, and they love her her her, her originality and who she is. Who cares what everybody else thinks? So, like, listen. Bottom line, her record, bottom line, her record's coming out. Y'all all talking about her. More sales. Way to go, Erica. Done there it is. Are we talking about Erica or are we talking about that ass? Which one we doing? Say, man. I ain't, I ain't about to say nothing about her daughter. <laughs> I ain't saying about her daughter. I ain't going I ain't going with the daughter thing. Are you talking about Erica? How old is the daughter? How old is 18? the daughter? 18. Oh, yeah. I ain't looking at no kids. Exactly. That's a kid. That's a kid. But uh, but I guess the pants were dope. <laughs> there it is, man. I hate the homies. That's a wrap, man. We appreciate you guys. Don't forget to always subscribe, download, and uh, the five star reviews are dope. Keep them coming because of that is why we do what we do. All right. My name is Rock Teasy for She's. It's your boy Griff. By the time y'all listen to this, after the editing and everything, I will be an official resident of the ATL once again. And I hate the homies. And it's your boy Super Day. We might not ever see uh, Griff's wife or daughter taking a picture like Erica, but I do. We might see Griff taking a picture like that. And I don't yeah. think nobody wants to see that. It's gonna nobody. Be it's going to be him and his poodle taking that picture like that. <laughs> Hey, hey, what? Super Day, this is what me and Rock T can do. <laughs> all right. That's all you got. That's all you got. Where the poodle at? Show the poodle, man. Show the poodle. Show that. There's the poodle. There's the poodle. There it is, man. I hate the homies. Deuces. We out. Two fingers. Ah, I hate the homies.